Welcome to the Brunch Ladies of Conchi Consignment, where you never know what we will be serving up. <laughs> you know that probably caught that, right? Yes, I know. Hi, Molly. Welcome What's to Brunch up? Evening edition. Evening That's edition it. of Brunch Ladies. We call and it. And I have something exciting to tell you. Oh, gosh, I what? I didn't tell you. It is episode 20. Shut up. Yeah, so that means like we're official. We've made it 20 episodes. Yeah. I know. Talk about a cause for something. I'm doing my 20 dance. <laughs> this is how I used to dance when I was 20. Who would have imagined? My friends still laugh at me. That's like the running joke is that I always, and I never knew I did it. I never knew I did it that I would always like use my fingers when I dance. You finger dance. Yeah, they said I always do that when I dance. Ooh, gosh, I had no idea. Yo, I have got, I'm jumping right in because in. I found, um, we didn't talk about this earlier, this box that's got old family stuff in it. And I wanted to oh, share I don't know it. about this either, do I? No, <gasps> because it's old family items and... It's so cool, some of the stuff in here. So I just want to show. I've done no research on it. I know nothing. But I do know that there's some amazing bracelets in here that I don't know anything about. But I'm going to hold one up. And I'll have to put these. Again, I'm going to have to photograph them. You can hold it still for a second. Let the camera focus. Hmm. So for those of you who are listening on podcast, this is kind of like an antique. I don't know. I don't think it's gold. I don't think it's 14 carat, but it's very, what would you say? Art Nouveau? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Art Nouveau style gold bracelet. Mm -hmm. And it's missing some stones, little itty bitty stones that are in here. But there's like jade, pearl, and a few others, coral, and there's heart shapes and rectangular shapes, but it's super cool. Wow. So I got to do a little research on that. So I wanted to show you that. I'm going to tell you, I'm just, first glance, I'm not going to be surprised if that's 14 karat. Oh, really? Yeah. I need Avery. Yep. I need Avery, our tester, to test <laughs> it. But there is some, um, I don't see any discoloration when I look at it. But oh, there are some stamps in there. It might be. I don't have my thing to look at it. So there's this old ring that I think might be. Yeah, this is 10K. It doesn't fit that finger, but I'm going to hold it up. So it's got an old amethyst and it's missing two diamonds. Oh, wow. And the amethyst is pretty worn. You know, it reminds me of um, like that sea glass, right? Because it's mm -hmm. so worn but it's missing two diamonds, but it clearly needs some cleaning and loving, but I'm curious about it. So these came down from my grandmother. So there's some pretty old things in here. And this brooch, which is so super cool. And for those of you on um, podcast, it's got like a little crescent shape with little tiny flowers. I really wish I could get this camera to zoom you in. You know, as soon as you're done here, can you take snap a photo and we'll put it up on our Instagram and Facebook? So yes. Yeah. Yes. So there it's like a crescent shaped and there's itty bitty pearls and it's got these tiny little flowers in it. 
That is so sweet. Isn't it? Like yes. it's so super cool. So there's other pieces, which I can take pictures of other brooches and things that are in here. But what I find to be the piece de resistance, hold on. First of all, I don't know the history on this and I just can't fathom. Although Poppy said she thought it was, might be real is this big amethyst brooch. But look at this. This is engraved on the back. It is a brooch and it is a mourning brooch. So it has hair inside of it. It is gold and engraved on the back. It's got the date 1883. So it is from 1883 and I can't, it looks like it's Mamie on it engraved the name Mamie, but there's engraving on the back. And it's got the old style um, hook clasp on it. Oh my goodness. But that is one of my ancestors' hair in there from mm -hmm. 1883. Yeah. Crazy, well, right? I remember, like, I, I just fell in love with, um, so I went to the University of Scranton, but actually on the campus is um, the Lackawanna Historical Society. Okay. We would go in there and, you know, look at different things. It was just fascinating. But anyway, the one thing that I, I had never known, and they had quite a few of them, were um, hair wreaths. And Did we talk about this before? No, I don't think so. We had these intricate braided, like, mm -hmm. framed wreaths that were mm -hmm. all deceased families' hair. And they were gorgeous. So we might get one. Oh, you have one? Well, Poppy's um, aunt, Judy, there was one that came through the family, but they're trying to find out the history first because yeah. the person who the hair wreath was made from was a nun. So they want to find out the history of what so what her history was and if the, the church, the nunnery where she was before would want it for historical purposes first. Oh, yeah. But oh, nobody wow. in the family wants it. Some of them are a little creeped out by the hair wreath. But I, I, I have to say, I was like, when I first saw them, I was, uh, yeah, I was a little taken aback, a little creeped out. But it's kind of oddly cool. Yeah. It's oddly cool. Like, so anyway, after I did a little research, when Aunt Bonnie told me. Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. <laughs> When Aunt Bonnie showed me a picture and told me about it, I was kind of taken aback at first because I hadn't heard about it. And this was just like a month ago, month and a half. Oh my ago. gosh, really? And I just brought yeah. it up. That's so yeah, funny. you just brought it up. That's why yeah. I thought we had talked about it before. No. But uh -uh. When she shared this with me, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. It was at um, Forrest's graduation party and we were sitting out in the yard. Doug was playing. And so she shows me on the phone. I have pictures of it. Take a look. And I'm kind of like, wow, that's oddly fascinating and she's like well poppy doesn't want it nobody wants it and i'm thinking yeah no i wouldn't want that in my house either but i started doing a little research while sitting in the yard on my phone and i was like wait a minute there's actually a really cool history on these and people mm -hmm. do yeah. want them so i like her idea of trying to retrace where this family member was a, i don't know do you call it a practicing nun i don't know but where she the convent and church that she was. I think just a work. nun. I think you're just a nun. Yeah. A nun. Practicing yeah. a nun as a nun. But anyway, I, I like that they're going to try to go that route first. But if they cannot or the church is not interested, then she's going to come back to me. So we might get a hair wreath. 
So you know what my next question is, and I, I never looked, is there any value, monetary value in them? There is. Believe it or not, there is. Yes. Yeah. That's why I told her I would be willing to do it if they decide that's the route they want to go, because there was some monetary value in the hair wreath. Um, how about the hair brooch? How about the brooch, the morning brooch? I have not looked up the morning brooch yet. Hold on. Where can I do this? This is one other bracelet I want to show you as we're on the hair thing. Is that beautiful? And this is gold with diamonds in it. Yeah. Wow. Little, what yeah. is it? Is that a neck choker or? No, it's a bracelet. Tis a bracelet, darling. Whoops, flipped. So I'll have to put pictures of all this antique jewelry that came in my. Um, yeah, just quick and easy. Snap a photo of it all in the. What is it in? You said it's in a box? So yeah, it came in this beautiful. Um, got a little pearl inlay box and I can't, the picture came out of the inside. Unfortunately on the inside, I'm wondering if that's, um, I, you know, nowadays I hate to even say this, but it is what it is. History is what it is. But my family, um, that this might be Hamburg plantation that my ancestors owned. Oh, wow. um, and I'm wondering if that was a picture cause it kind of reminds me of another, um, print that we have of Hamburg. So I think this was Hamburg plantation in here. Oh my so gosh. I believe this box came from that time. But anyway, love the box. Wish I had the key for it, but love the box. But it was filled with all this antique jewelry and the little sterling pill box and all kinds of stuff in here. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the morning brooch is pretty cool. And when you see that it's 1883, it's like... 1883, you know, that's crazy. 1883. Crazy. And then you figure, okay, if they were wearing that morning brooch in 1883, what year was the person whose hair that actually is, Mamie's, um, were they born in? Yeah, like how old was right. Poppy right. thought it might say Marmee, but I'm going with Mamie when I look at it. Oh, you'll like this because it's got an Art Deco look. Oh, yeah this brooch that so looks, I'll take a picture. actually that looks would look very nice with the kanji consignment logo doesn't oh. it kind of have that same vibe it does it does yeah. it does so anyway came across that little beauty and i set it aside before we packed it away um so that i could share that so Wow. Thought you might just oh, that like was so fun. That was so yes. fun. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, we got stuff. to talk about hair. Hair. I know. I mean, I think my mom's my mom's a hairstylist. Why get her take on the hair wreaths and what she thinks of them? We Whether she hears from beauty in them or not. Hmm. Watch her say, Oh no, I've made them for people. <laughs> no, I would definitely know that. Maybe, maybe, I mean, what a lovely memorial. Yeah. I think the hair wreath should come back. It's I don't know what you guys listening think. Let us know. <laughs> should it come back? Should it it's come back? It's such an interesting thing, a hair wreath. Yeah. yeah. So back at my house, and I don't know if I've ever showed you this, but I've got to do research on it. I actually have another that is a true antique cameo that's gold mm -hmm. with the true antique cameo in it. And the back of it is a morning brooch. So there's hair in the back of the cameo. Yeah, the I, I was, you know, actually when you held that up, one thing I was gonna say was I've never seen one that wasn't a cameo, a brooch, a morning brooch. Usually yeah. they're all cameos. Yeah, I've so I have the, like one of the cameos and then I have this one that's just the hair is the highlight. Wow, 
Yeah, it's no, not I never hiding behind. That. Yeah, it's not hiding behind anything. It's right there. Oh wow! A, a little curl, you know. <laughs> All right, wait. Tiffany says I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. I really am. I'm going all in. I love them. I think they're awesome. I think it's an incredible memorial. Love it. When I saw it, like I say, I had mixed, I saw it and I was kind of creeped out. Like, but then the more I looked into it, the more I thought, I don't know, it's kind of oddly cool. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. But I've had like, well, let's see, when was I? I've had 20 plus years to get used to the idea. So <laughs> see, I'm just a month and a half in on the hair re thing, just a month and a half. So I haven't had enough time to truly, but, but researching it did change some for me, which happens a lot with items that I, you know, the more you learn about them, the more you get invested in them. So You know what, you know what item that happened to me with? Do you know mm -hmm. what it is? You probably know what it is when I say it. It was something I absolutely could not stand nine years ago. It was a Hummel. Hummels. I couldn't stand Hummels. Hummels kind of drive me nuts. I was, I, I couldn't stand Hummels. I was anti-Hummels. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I have developed learning the story behind them and the history. I have such a love and appreciation for Hummels and the story behind them and how they became so popular and oh my gosh and how to date them and research them and i love to sell them it makes me so happy i yeah. thought you were gonna say chamber pot <laughs> oh yeah we've done those too. <laughs> do you remember the one vessel that the couple brought in and i was trying for the life of me like they couldn't figure out what it was and mm -hmm. i had to go through all that research and it was they kept the thinking it was a biscuit jar Yes. Yes. Yep. They said it was a biscuit jar, but come to find out it was the, wasn't it the vessel that they emptied the pots into to take out? Oh, yes. And what were the names? You know, I just had a whole um, commode set, like a vanity set come in. Mm -hmm. And so I had to learn the names, the sizes, the, um, the characteristics of each piece, because there can be up to, I think, think nine pieces in one of those sets and they oh, all really? a different purpose. Yeah, I had some um Haynes Haynesware. I don't know. I think it's um it's East Coast pottery. Okay. I think it's uh it's not as far west as the Ohio, like the glass and pottery we're used to. Um I think okay. it was like Harrisburg area pottery. Oh really? And yeah, which is a huge thing around here. But anyway, there were all, everything served a purpose. And like, if it had two handles, it was for this. If it had one handle, it was for this. If it was, yeah. one, it was for this. And I'm like, I was like crazy by the time I remember. I, and I had to get into some of that just to figure out what that one quote biscuit yeah. jar was. <laughs> I'm was some biscuit. in that. That was yeah, a different kind of biscuit going in that jar. <laughs> it was not one that grandma made in the kitchen with flour and butter. That was for yeah. sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. The things we get into, the things we get into. Oh, oh, oh too funny. Too funny. <laughs> All right. Tiffany says, I think I can handle the brochure pendant with a little bit of hair. Not sure about the wreath. I got to find some pictures for it for sure. Yeah. And she loves Hummels. I actually, uh, Tiffany actually bought one of my, one of um, our consigners. Yeah, I'm just not a, not a Hummel person. I've got some that I'm getting ready to list from Aunt Judy's estate. Ooh. There's some Hummels and Hummel Bells, I think, and some a couple of Hummel things and some go Goble things that aren't exact Hummel. Right, right. But, they can um, go the production. But if you need those data and research, I'm your girl. I'm well, your girl. Well, good, because I'm going to put you on it. 
I'm putting you on it. Oh I'll my let God. you do it. I think they're going to have a resurgence. I think in about 10 years, they're going to be uber popular. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. And I felt the turning point, actually, for me falling in love with Hummels was a woman had come, this is probably like, this is at least, it's probably six years ago now, had contacted me and she lived in New York State. Okay. And she had the Hummel collection. I don't know if I've ever even told you this. She had the Hummel collection and, or she was clearing out an estate and she had this. So she brought me all of the Hummels. There were probably 50 Hummels for me. She drove hours for me to consign them and sell them and research them. And that was my turning point. That was when I just absolutely fell in love. <laughs> well, I have to say, after doing a hundred and something bells, the same thing did not happen for me. <laughs> oh, no. You, you know, sometimes you get a lot like that and you do end up falling in love with it, but the bells yeah. didn't work. Oh, I'm so sorry. There's some cool ones. I mean, there are. Yeah. I have, I, let me just say this. I don't have a love for them, but I do have a respect for them. Does that make sense? Like, I don't. Do you, hear, do you still hear ringing in your ears? Yeah. So I thought it was tinnitus, but really it's all these bells on inside. Yeah, well, you know, I do have tinnitus, right? As you know, I've had it for years nonstop. Mm. But this just added a different level of tinnitus for me. But Poppy would laugh at me because I would, you know, we'd be cleaning in the living room and I'd walk around to the big case and I'd pick like five of them up and like find a way to hold them in my fingers. And then when I would come to her, I'd be like this so I could get all of them going at one time. She's like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to see some of those bells you're going to yeah. put out. Is there one yeah. in particular that stands out to you or a brand or something? So I tell you the ones that I really fell in love with are the glass, like Westmoreland ones and the ones mm -hmm. from, you know, and they have, yeah. I like the glass cut ones and the glass ones more than I do oh, the nice. ceramic and porcelain. All right. Yeah. yeah. Those became my favorite. There's a beautiful like red, um, it might have been Czechoslovakian too. There's one, but I fell in love with the cut glass. Those, okay. I, again, I don't, uh, using love is maybe too strong of a word. I fell in higher respect and like. How about you? Long. They were your favorite of an unfavorite category. <laughs> they were my favorite of an unfavorite category were the glass ones over the porcelain and all that. So, yeah. Can't wait but they're such a different, I mean, you're going to be like, oh my God, I mean, because there's all different. There's brass, there's silver, there's porcelain, there's China, there's glass. Yeah, you know, it just, there might even be a wooden one in there, I think. Like, oh, really? they're just, yeah, some of them are like your, um, Oh, I can't think of it. You know, the Franklin Mint, right? Like the collector Franklin Mint, mm -hmm. like birds yeah. or butterflies. But then some of them are like, you know, really unique historic pieces. So it's, it's, it'll be interesting. Hmm. Those will probably start going up. Oh, should I date myself and market? Probably Don't. within the next week or two, but you know. Don't do it. You know, the second you put a date on something, your plans will get blown to smithereens, right? Always. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So one thing we talked about last week that I really want to talk about this week is um, our quote for the week. And you actually did it for Motivation Monday on social media. Mm -hmm. And it is, later is the best friend of clutter. Such a cool quote. So I actually, I kept repeating that to myself all week. Did like, you? In my head. And I kept... 
And let me tell you, it made a huge difference, so much so that I put it up on my kitchen quote board for my family this week. Nice. Maybe it'll affect that. Because I would go, I would literally, you know, I'm always like moving on to the next thing, right? And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'll get back to that. I'll get back to that. And it really oh, made nice. me be very intentional about, um, you know, I put this, I'm going to say a bill down on the kitchen table. And I was like, nope, later is the best friend of clutter. Pay that bill. No. File the paper away and do what you're going to do and be done with it. Don't touch it again. It's done. Yep. And I've been doing that all weekend. What a difference it's made in my house, but also in how I feel. Well, that's what they say. I mean, it really does free you internally. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. So what are the odds that anybody in my family is going to pick up on that and actually put it into play? Well, hmm. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Slim, slim, but I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, I need to get better with that. I, I will, when I get back home, get much better. Yeah, with I that. mean, how could you even implement something like that? You know, being in the, well, right, the mom's house cleaning out an estate. What would right. What I am trying to do though, is be more organized because I mean, it's a house full like Doug and oh, Poppy. Yeah, you were saying, yeah. How, how, like, how are you going about this? People want to know. It's a process. It's definitely mm -hmm. a process. I mean, this is a two story, four bedroom, you know, house. So it's not little, thank God it's not as big as the lake house. So she did downsize some, but the problem is for her, she's the only living of her generation. So everything from her side of the family and even my dad, a lot of my dad's side of the family came down to her. Mm. And of course now guess who it goes down to? Yeah, me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So because I'm the only living next generation yeah. of that. So it all comes to me. Um, so it, it's a lot of stuff. And in the beginning, I just would get overwhelmed. But what we started doing is we kind of sorted through and, and got through a lot of garbage first. I think that's a big thing is my mom went well beyond the seven years of holding things like your tax returns. And so we've done a lot of going through that, getting that bulk of paperwork stuff out of the way, which helps. What was that quote about organizing you read me today? Am I putting you on the spot or can you remember it? Which one? Oh, it was like, the if freeing you of the brain. Hmm? The freeing of the mind. No, I think it had to do with a banana. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was so funny about eating the banana with the peel. Yeah. It was like, if you don't declutter, if you don't throw stuff away, if you try to organize before, you know, decluttering, it's like eating a banana with the it's peel. It's like so eating on. a banana with a peel. Something so, like that. Yes. <laughs> so that is, and that was before I read that quote, I did finally come to the conclusion, like we have to get rid of some of the stuff, like the stuff we just know is out, yeah. just get mm -hmm. it out. And so we started with that in the beginning, but I found for me the best way to go through an estate, and I could probably do like a small video on this, honestly, I cleared out my mother's room first. So the reason I did it that room first was because we had to move her into her new place. So the first thing after getting the paperwork done was we went through all of her stuff and got everything she wanted and needed and got it out. Oh, yeah. And then I turned her bedroom after I cleaned it out to the bones and literally cleaned it, like vacuumed and mopped and Swiffered mm -hmm. and dusted and everything and got it to just a, a clean box. Yeah, I made that everything estate sale. 
So oh, I, I set up boxes and just put boxes along the wall. And no matter what room we were in, where we were doing, who was there helping, it could have been. You and know, that was on the first floor, right? That's on the first first floor. floor. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. I'm doing no work on the second floor. Just getting that down. All the okay. organizing and stuff we're doing to make it easy. All on the yeah. first floor. So that is the estate sale room. So what we've been doing is, as we go through, say the kitchen, and somebody holds something up, I'll be like estate sale and they know what room to take it in. So in the front formal living room, which nobody uses, I made that the Greensboro room, meaning it's coming back home with us. Okay. And, so, and that's divided into two. We have the Greensboro eBay area, meaning it's going to be listed, conchie consignment, and we have the Greensboro family area, meaning we're hanging on to that. So I found that having those spots and putting those boxes out already marked with the Sharpie of what's what, what's going in it and putting a bunch of boxes out with the Sharpie, right? Sorry. I didn't turn my notifications off. I forgot to yeah. silence my computer. Um, yeah, the brunch ladies are real. We are real. And this is our life. All right. <laughs> so I did it like that. And then I did, um, so I have the estate sale room and I have the keep room divided into two areas okay and one of those also one of the keep areas in the front room are a box of things that i'm hesitant to let go of because i'm not sure that mom isn't going to come back two months from now and say do you know where my whatever okay. is mm -hmm. and so there are some items like that that i really don't think she needs and i don't want to take them over there but i think i want to give her a chance so right. <laughs> That's really, really smart. That is yeah. really smart. Yeah. So we're boxing those items in a box and marking them. And that way, if we don't hear, like I put like a, I told Nick, we need to do like a two to three month deadline. If she doesn't come back to us within that time asking for that item, then it's going to go into the either eBay sale or, you know, attic sale. But that's how I've done it. So I have it all lined up. Everything's getting moved around. And then this week, because the estate sale is Saturday, I will, once the living room is finished, which is just a few more items, I'll start moving and lining up around the main living room, all of the estate sale items, because we're going to have a big pricing party all week. I've got some neighbors and all coming to help just tag. So I'm going to have them in the room and just tag so they can go right out the door Saturday morning. Oh, I wish I could be there at that. I wish That's you could fun. too. <laughs> so, and I did call already. So, you know, there's three things you got to look at. Well, there's several things you have to look at when going through an estate. What, what you want to sell yard sale, what you want to sell eBay, what mm -hmm. you want to sell, or I shouldn't say what you want to consign. What do you want to consign? That's really right. the term I should be using because I'm consigning them. Right. What items I want to consign, what items I want to sell in a yard sale. We're saying estate sale because it is an estate. Um, what items we're keeping for the family. Oh, and I do have a family box of stuff that I'm going to give out to other family members. Mm -hmm. So you go through all that. But then the other thing I did, and I'm so glad they were available, is I found a local charity, Haven's Rest, and I set up an appointment for them. So when the estate sale is over at 12 o'clock, they're coming between 12 and 1 with their truck, and they take every single thing out that didn't sell in the estate sale. Wow. So that'll all get gone. And then the only thing left in the house at that point is the stuff that we're putting in the U-Haul to take back to Greensburg. 
But, wow. Mm -hmm. Now, will you leave the house staged for no. sale? No. no. Okay. No, this okay. is not yeah. going to be a staged home. It is going to be a bones home. <laughs> Bare okay. to the bones. Yeah. 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 I mean, your mom is like, is blessed to have you and somebody that's experienced in this matter that can handle this. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think it does help a lot that I yeah. know and can pretty quickly determine, you yeah. know, a state sale, you know, consignment, let it go, get out, you know, trash it, whatever. Um, it's Sometimes a it's like the most challenging thing for people is like when people have called me and said, you know, I have an estate, I'm settling an estate. And usually I tell them, you know, don't, don't make any rash, don't make any decisions. I said, mm -hmm. sometimes the things that you think are worth a lot, like I'm going to use pressed glass or crystal. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're not worth anything. And sometimes that raggedy old vacuum cleaner in the corner of the basement is like a gold mine. Like you right. just can't, you just can't tell by first glance. Like you right. need somebody that, that, that knows. You that just has experience. Tell. Yeah. 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 And that's what well, I do. Even I mean, we're surprised sometimes, even we're surprised sometimes. But oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we are able to help people through that. I mean, uh, the last estate I did was I had them um, text me pictures like, Mm -hmm. I did a walkthrough first and I said, you know, donate blah, 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 and help them kind of do that. But I had them also text me pictures before they got rid of something. Like if something was undercover or, you know, like, right. What do you think about this? Because I said, just don't, just don't pitch that old thing you think might not be worth anything. Yeah. Yeah. Plastic, like the old, um, like the mid century, like the plastic, uh, dishes and, and right. things like that like and that looks like love those. a lot of people but mm -hmm. it goes for big bucks sometimes yeah they yeah. do yeah they do yeah it can be so, you know it's 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 a process but i think it definitely is easier when you have the knowledge it can go quicker you know and it's mm -hmm. nice because i have people in here helping and they know of course they would come to me because i'm i'm the daughter anyway but they also know what i do for a living and that I have the knowledge. So they'll come to me and just immediately ask, you know, yeah. which room do you want this? Is this something you think you can, you know, take to consignment? And I'm like, yep, put it in the consignment box. Yep, but you know, wow. so yeah, but I highly recommend the organizing spaces with boxes and pre-write on them and put them in categories, you know, and go ahead and break them down into your, your three. Really, I think there's basically three categories with a few sub when you're breaking them up like that. But and really I think your first thing of like going through and I think Peter Welsh also says like, and it's all too much to get rid of the garbage for like get rid of the garbage, yeah. any of that extraneous stuff that's kind of cluttering up your mind or cluttering it up your totally visual. totally does. Yeah. It, and I struggled that. with that the first couple of days because my mom mm -hmm. is a stuffed person and there was stuff on all, every time I would come visit, I would clear off all of her tabletops. And I'd be like, mom, mm -hmm. you can't live with this next to you on the couch. Like you go to put a drink down and you knock seven things down on the floor. Like, how do you like, <laughs> 
So I would always go and get her little basket back and organize everything and throw out a bunch of stuff and leave her organized. Mm -hmm. But when we got in here, it was that same thing for a while. I realized, okay, wait a minute. I'm just so overwhelmed. I need to clean all this out first (laughs) and then let me break it down and focus, break it down and focus. I think that is, that is like, that's key. I want to, I want to like, I want to let me loose so I can go declutter now. Right. I know. I'm I got telling a little you. trouble in my house decluttering last week, but. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm on a roll now. I do at some point need a mental, mental and physical break, but I'm on a roll now that I have plans for my own home. <laughs> I'm, I'm just super excited for you yeah. and all this stuff like we're bringing people uh you know on our social media like tips tricks you know share your ideas with us you know you're mm-hmm. not the only one dealing with this a, a lot of people are dealing with this right now so many and you know going going through this with mom and a lot of her friends that are helping me and I, it's amazing how many people i've talked to in the last two weeks where all of our parents are getting at the same stage. Mm-hmm. So we're all, they've either walked the journey, you know, within the last year or two, or they're in the middle of the same journey. Like my friend Stacy that keeps coming to help me each week, a couple of days, her husband's going through it with his family mm-hmm. and going through it with his dad. So the siblings are going through with all the stuff. And, you know, so she's hearing stories and I'll say something to go, Oh, you need to talk to Brian. Brian needs your help because Brian's yeah. struggling and doing the same thing with his dad. Yeah. And it, you, there are so many going through it. Yeah. And it really helps to have people on that same, with anything in life, you with know, anything, right? Yeah. So when you find people yeah. walking that same journey, even though you're, your paths may be a little different, your decisions may be a little different because things aren't exactly the same. Having that camaraderie through that really helps the process. So I'm sure I'm sure. And it's helping those that are helping me because she's the Stacy's like, I got to go home now. There's this closet I need to look in right now and clean out because I can't let that get out of hand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, I hadn't really thought about that, but that's a really important point that, you know, we shouldn't, it can probably be a very isolating process, especially like in your position, you're the, you're the only like next of kin and you're, you're doing this and you're making these decisions. And it probably is. I mean, you have the support of a wonderful husband that's helping, you know, helping as well. And your mom is still there to, you know, help guide. But, um, uh, a lot of people, it's probably very isolating and it probably gets, oh. you know, you're dealing with all this emotional stuff. It probably would really be helpful to, to, to reach Absolutely. out and talk to people that are going through a similar thing. A hundred percent. Cause I'd be the person that did it all myself, took it all and never reached out and, and yeah. talked to anybody about it. I would be that person that somebody would have to shake me and go, Hey, yeah. you know what? You're not the only one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's hard. And I still find it hard to ask people to help because I feel like it's not their problem. You know, like people, and that's different. Having a comrade that you can Mm -hmm. talk to about it is different, but people that want to help, it's hard for me to say, okay, come Thursday and I'm getting better at it. But I feel so like, you know, I love that they want to help, but I, I feel like it's not your problem. Like it's my problem, you know, Mm -hmm. but they truly want to help. And I have to let that go. If they didn't want to help, they wouldn't have offered. They wouldn't have offered. So I am 
trying to get better about remembering who said they wanted to help next week. Okay. Let me call Catherine. Let me call Stacy. Like, can you come, you know, um, yeah. because they offer because they want to, but I always just have this feeling of guilty. Like they really don't want to get into all this. Like this isn't yeah, their how problem. How many times have you said to a friend or an acquaintance like that you want to help and they never reach out to you? And over and over, you know, like as that person, when somebody reaches out, like, like, let's see if I say that to you, like, I really want to be able to help you. You know, what can I do? I would love for you to reach out to me because it feels like I'm doing something and I'm right. doing something nice. It's appreciated. It does. I do have to say one thing I've learned. Although I'm uh, sorry. I haven't come to South Carolina. I know because you were supposed to come. I know. I know. Life gets in the way. It sucks. But I, one thing I found in my offering with stuff like this um, that helps, like when I was, uh, and we won't get into me caring for my friend Marisa a couple of years ago, because it was kind of that same when people offer help. After being on that end of it, one thing I've learned now when I want to offer help is to try to be more specific with the offer. Because yeah. when you're in a situation like this, it's so overwhelming that sometimes it's more work for the person in it to come up with a way for you to help mm -hmm. than if you just called and said, hey, I am off Thursday afternoon from 12 to 4 and I'd like to come help go through the kitchen cabinets. Yes. I'll be there. Yes. And if somebody called me with specifics, like I've got Bess down the road, her granddaughter cannot wait to come help me tag stuff. So I saw her Saturday and I said, or last night, and I said, Ellis, you're going to come. And she's like, I'm in drama camp in the morning. I go, well, come in the afternoon, tell your mama to call me and we'll figure out and you come price away. Like yeah. she knows what she wants to do. She's, you know, 11 and she's adorable, but she's a doer. Yeah. But if you call, so that's my advice to the other end of you. If you've got somebody going yeah. through this, think of ways that you know you can help and offer specifics. Yeah, because it helps the person in the middle of it go, oh, okay, well, that's an easy enough thing to say. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, do that? you know, <laughs> yeah, so smart. Yeah, so smart. Let's see, Tiffany has my problem is that when I declutter, I usually end up moving it downstairs to the to be listed area. I'm really working on completely purging while I'm unpacking each room. All right. Mm. So for those of you listening, Tiffany has, um, much like we do, a consignment store. Um, so how lucky are we that when we declutter, we can actually sell the stuff ourselves, right? right. right. That's amazing. It is. That's not a problem at all. No, no, it's Am nice. I wrong? <laughs> not a problem at all. Not a problem no, at all. No. I do that when I clean my closet. I mean, I'm somebody that is very rough with things and uses things to death because it's just, it's just me and how I live my life. Like I'll use a handbag until it's falling apart. Like, I like it gives me a sick sort of satisfaction to use something to death. Yes. Okay. But when I clean up my closet or, you know, my spare room, I consign what I can and sell it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Most of it I can't. But because mm -hmm. <laughs> I tear it to pieces because I use stuff and I am I'm a rough individual as my family reminds me. Yeah. So I'm that way with jewelry. I'm rough on my jewelry, but not okay. other stuff. I'm like because my hands are always going everywhere and whacking and banging and. But not my handbags. No, 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 not my handbags. <laughs> oh, mine are well, mine. I'm very proud of mine. 
as I'm proud of my gray hair, I'm also proud of how beat up my handbags get because I've used them and I've used them. You do. And they have stories to tell. Yeah. Well, I am excited going through this process of having this whole focus on making it advice and things to, to give to our conscious consignment community and continuing to talk about these things and, and, the emotional and the mental and the wonderful process of decluttering and clearing and organizing. So, yeah. And I mean, how amazing is it that you're taking this experience you're going through and finding the positive and helping other people that yeah. are going through it. I mean, that's pretty, maybe we'll have to have like a, a support group. I think we should. <laughs> it just adds more purpose to what I'm doing every day when I know that, oh, wait, let me write this down. This will be a good idea somebody else might benefit from. It's you good know. to have purpose. It's good to have purpose. Oh, so, I'm filled um, with purpose right now in this house. <laughs> <laughs> so I have something to do with both of our helpers this week. So uh, my son has decided his summer job is... Oh, I hear feedback. Do you? Nope. Okay. Um, so anyway, I don't know if it's on my end, but uh, my son has decided he's going to be my helper. This is going to be his summer job uh, because he has lots of other responsibilities. So he's helping me out and he's been incredible for the past two days. Hopefully it lasts. Um, hey, hey. Very well. So we've been having a lot of fun and uh, getting a lot done, getting through all those backlog of consignments we have. Sorry, consigners. We're doing our best. Um, but the other, the other fun helper thing I have has to do with Nick, your husband. What? So, yeah. So Avery and I, yesterday, we went up to our favorite local consignment store. And uh, one of the ladies that works in there were, you know, very friendly. Mm -hmm. And she consigns with me. Like, we consign back and forth. She's awesome. So anyway, she's like, oh, I watch your Facebook Live resale therapies every week. But I'm not on Facebook. And I want to know if this item is still available, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, well, you know, here's how you do it. The items are available at their lowest price for six days after we do the Facebook Live. Just, you know, it's on our website, you know, check out Resale mm -hmm. Therapy. So I, I got her the links and everything. And then I said, oh, yeah, and my friend Molly usually does it with me. And she's like, oh, my gosh, is she so, she's so cute. And she has that guy that helps her, right? That yeah, guy. He shows stuff and he has his own pics. And I was like, that's her husband, Nick. Nick's pics. Yeah, I guess. All right. So next time they come up to visit, I'll, I'll have Nick visit, too. Oh, <laughs> so I thought that was really cute. Like she recognized it from Nick's pics. Yeah. I love that. He'll love that. that. Yeah. Do I, to, do I need to tell him that and feed that? I email? think so. Yeah. You know how he likes to pop in like he thinks yeah. he's owns, you know. So what are we working on this week? He'll say, oh, what, what are we, what are we doing in conscious consignment this week? Well, he has, he has a little fan club. He has a little fan club. Fan club. And how funny is that? Like you never know who's watching you, right? Because she's right? not on well, Facebook, but she can still watch the videos after them. Like she can't watch them live because she's not, she doesn't do social media. Right. She goes on Google and she looks up our videos and she watches them after the fact. All right. And she's a Nick fan. Well, mm -hmm. we, we're due another Nick's pick, but the problem yeah. is Molly hasn't been there enough to do a Nick's pick yet. <laughs> yep. Hopefully in two weeks, we'll be back in action with that. And look, yep. Uh, Tiffany said, Andrew left town for a week today. And while alone, see, has a great company this evening. Oh, well, I guess it's a good you. thing we did an evening brunch, ladies. Yes, yes. Yeah. 
Well, I'll have to let Nick know when he gets back from his run that he's building a fan base. I know. I know. So he's got to get back in action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to get back in action. Are you kidding? Me? I know. I know. But you're just contributing so much doing what you're doing now that it's amazing. Well, my hope is I'll be back full on resale therapy um, after this week. That's uh, my hope. That's my hope. Not well, I can't wait. I can't wait to have you back. I'm happy that you can focus on what you need to focus on there, but I miss you terribly. <laughs> I miss it. I miss it. I want to go back to a, whatever the new norm is. I want yeah. to. I want yeah. to. So well, I'm ready. We'll be there for you. We'll be there for you. Well, this has been an awesome episode 20, I have to say. We were going to try to keep it to 20 minutes. And what are we at? Like 43, 43 now? 43, Because we always have so much to talk about. Sorry. Life is busy. What can you say? Well, and we don't right. talk as much right now as we used to. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, I'll take pictures of the jewelry so we can get that out there. Oh, yeah. Just send me a snapshot. I'll post it up there for you so our uh, right. Facebook people can and Instagram people can uh, see what we were dangling in front of the camera. Yes, I will do that now. All right. Thanks, Molly. Well, All right. have a good week. And I will talk to you. Well, actually, next Sunday. Mm, we'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. To see what Conchi Consignment is serving up on the daily, visit us at ConchiConsignment.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube.